0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a Peculiar Podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had taken his bodybuilding as far as he could. After winning a record seventh Mr. Olympia title, he retired. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. As a child,
1: her ambition was to become a dancer. As good fortune would have it, she became a princess instead.
0: Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. <laughs> it's a real nice surprise.
1: They're back and on demand.
0: Just press the button. Please. See,
1: you're off. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. Quiet
0: numbskulls, I'm broadcasting.
1: Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah.
0: It's loving time. What do they say the definition of insanity is? You keep doing the same thing over and over, and you expect different a different result. Well, this is insanity that we call Peculiar Podcast. We're doing it again.
1: We might get different results today.
0: Maybe. They couldn't be uh, any different. Well, better. That, that's fine. No, I, I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it uh, is insane, though. In no particular, this has nothing to do with anything, but I, I just wanted to share two stories. Both of them happened to my wife, and I want to know what you make of it, and does it signal perhaps a trend in the way people um, are operating, the way our, our society works today, or are they just two freakish incidents? I can't wait. What? You be the judge. Right. Okay. First of all, some weeks ago, we were talking about Girl Scouts and Girl Scout cookies and how I will pretend like I'm on the cell phone. When little girls are out,
1: hey, you want to buy some cookies, mister?
0: Can't right now, little girl. I'm talking to someone.
1: Uh Uh-huh. It was brilliant. I actually used, I stole that from you and used it later. It works like a charm. And you can
0: use it exiting
1: the store as well. I I always think, though, they know I'm not really talking to somebody. I don't know. know what they know I don't know. I just, like, feel like a fraud.
0: Yeah. Well, some kids. Maybe some kids would challenge you on it.
1: Hey, come on.
0: You're not talking to anybody, you cheapskate. Buy my cookies, you Jeez,
1: dork. Yeah. Come on.
0: But kids don't.
1: It does work, Kids are though. sweet. It does work.
0: Kids are sweet, especially little girls. Aww. Who could be mean to, how old is a Girl Scout?
1: I don't know. I mean, know. I know they get as old as well, 65. The, the brownies, I think brownies or I forget it, if bluebirds lead to, I forget which one it is. Bluebirds lead to Girl Scouts.
0: Bluebirds is a gateway to marijuana. I and know then,
1: that. And then brownies leads to there. what's the other one?
0: Uh greenies.
1: Something like that. So they're probably girl you know, when they're in that age, they're probably in the preteen, teen, you know, yeah. probably twelve, thirteen, but cute. fourteen.
0: And uh and that that's that that is the key marketing thing is that you put a cutie sure. out there.
1: Can you buy my cookies? Sure.
0: sure I will. Let me buy all of them.
1: <laughs> you know? Right.
0: Um but so my wife is at the store some weeks ago. I don't think they're selling Girl Scout cookies now. I think that season's over with. And she's she is either coming in or leaving the store. I can't remember which. And this is what she heard. She saw an old man, come walking out of the store. All Older right. Guy. When I say old man, I mean a guy my age. Okay. Or, Got or, it. Or possibly even younger.
1: Got the vigil- visual. Really old. Right.
0: Really old. And and uh, he he just she said he had a grumpy look on his face to start with. You could tell he was a sour puss. All right. And he comes walking out of the store, and the little girl goes mister, Could you buy my... No, I'm not buying them. Ooh. I'm not buying the cookies. Those are crap. <gasps> Those cookies taste like crap. I wouldn't buy them if you paid me. Wow. Never mind, that didn't make any sense. I wouldn't wow. buy them if you paid me. And they just dressed this little girl down. And, of course, after the fact, my wife says, God, I don't know why I didn't intervene and just, either lambast that guy right. or kick the crap out of him. Right. Or something. How did but, the little girl she was react? So, she was so stunned. Sometimes you're so stunned you can't believe what you just saw and then and then when by the time you recover, the guy's in his car and he's dri- driven
1: away. All right, I have a, I have a similar story, but I want to. I have a similar story of somebody who who weigh. Who it's about overreacting. It's it's not. Now, uh, yeah, why it, couldn't it, he just
0: say, "No, I don't want to buy any." Right. Why does he have to go into this whole diatribe about how the cookies are no good and they're made right. out of crap and all of that?
1: But and and then you know, not not that I'm. Condoning it or excusing him, but you know, you just never know what people are going through day to day He could have you know, know, he could have lost his wife that morning um, He could have you know had the IRS take a bunch of money out of his account he, 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 There's just a million things and you and you do I'm sure you've snapped at somebody before and you thought gee Where did that come from?
0: No, I, no never. never. No, of course. <laughs> of course. You're right. But, but that, I
1: understand. How, how did the little girl? My question is, how did the little girl react? Uh, you she... know,
0: I, I didn't. I didn't. Re- I don't remember that part. That. that she was obviously crestfallen yeah. and hurt. Wow. Uh, but uh, is similar to what you're just talking about. There, there. This was the other incident, that I wanted to ask you about and see again. I'm asking: Is this a trend in the way people are behaving in terms of our manners out the window? We talked sure. about that recently. Sure. Um, and. Uh, it was this. My wife went to, again, my wife, went to a, went to a place to mail something. It's not, not a mail not a post office, but uh, one of those Postal Express type of places. Okay. Mailboxes, et cetera, whatever they call those mm-hmm. different things. There's about a million of them. Mailboxes plus teriyaki, you know, that kind <laughs> of thing. That's
1: brilliant. So she Mailboxes goes, and a massage would yeah, be a good yeah, combo. Yeah, that's not bad. Let me write that down.
0: <laughs> so she goes in there, and the woman uh, behind the counter, it looks uh, very disconsolate and, and unhappy. And my wife has uh, something that she wants to mail that's a little... Uh, it's going to take a little time. Let's put it that way. And the woman says, we're closing. We're, I'll tell, mail the other stuff you got, but I don't have time to do this right now. We're closing now. And my wife's very bewildered. She, well, gee, I, um, she, She's not saying anything untoward. She's just like, no, now what am I going to do? Yeah, but she, like she's, that.
1: she's in there while they're open. <laughs> Yeah. That that sorry, so, that gets grandfathered into anything you should have that needs to be done.
0: And so, right? my wife says, "Okay." So she turns to leave and the woman calls after her and says, "Well, you know, excuse me, my husband's
1: dying."
0: Oh. And she leaves.
1: Ouch. You see?
0: Now, what would you have said, uh, Patty? My wife said, what I should have done is come back and said, I'm really sorry. Uh, Obviously, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, Or she said, uh, I said, another option would have been to go back and said, well, good for him. Because he's one less person that's going to have to put up with you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Now, which of
0: those two (laughs) responses do you think?
1: The second one would be my instinct. But I would hope I'd be a good enough person to uh, do the first one. Which one did she end up choosing, by the way? I she just left. All she right. just left.
0: Uh, but again, you're filled, filled uh, faced with a dilemma here. What 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 should I have said? Should I have said anything? And uh, why? Anyway, I just throw those out there. I don't know what to make of either incident. Maybe they're just. I would they, like It's weird to, that they happened almost back to back.
1: Maybe the the common denominator in both of these stories is your wife. Well, maybe that's a, there's that's, the a problem. Very, that's a fair point. That's a fair. Maybe be.
0: she's a lightning rod for Could be for rudeness. I
1: know I am. I get in fights all the time as you know. Now
0: why is that? I
1: don't know. People just don't like me because I'm a bitch, I suppose.
0: You think it's an attitude thing? It might
1: be. So I have a similar story that happened on an airplane. This was a flight from uh Chicago to Denver.
0: Is this recent? Because it's, if it's recent, we can tie all these together and form uh, an opinion about a conspiracy going yes,
1: on. Yes, exactly. Okay. And I was sitting in the window seat, mm. in the window seat of the plane, um, a very uh, slender, older, um, ethnic woman sat next to me, and I am always hot, because I'm, I'm... Hey,
0: just a second. I, I hate to interrupt you, but let's... let's I'll turn this up, to. So yeah. Hear the train?
1: Oh, I didn't know. I thought that was you.
0: No, that's a train. <laughs> oh we, wow! Okay. We we live in a place that's close enough you can I hear the it. trains, which I love. Yeah. Some people would that would be a turnoff. Oh man, I'm not living no. here. No.
1: If it were right next to the tracks, it would no. be. But it's 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 soft and off it's into the it's, distance. It's
0: probably a mile and a half, two miles, maybe even three from here. Mm-hmm. But it just roils up this yeah. hill, uh, and I love it. It's,
1: it's lovely. So sorry to
0: interrupt you. So there is an older. <laughs> Slender ethnic woman sitting next in to
1: you. the middle seat.
0: I'm in the middle seat.
1: I am always are, hot. Am are, I not? I'm always complaining about how hot I am. It's the age I'm. I'm. Well, I'm I don't at.
0: think you need to brag about Everything it. I is, think you're attractive. Sure, it's, but
1: it's, I get hot, so I turn my my vent. Now you know, above the seats there are three individual vents. They're little tiny circles that barely. <laughs> They barely blow any air it, at all.
0: It, it, we only use them because we're desperate yeah. sometimes, thinking, my God, it's broiling it's on here. It's
1: broiling. So I have that on, but I always bring a little shawl with me in case I do get chilly, which isn't going to happen.
0: So you, now wait a minute, let me back up for a minute. You carry a shawl with you?
1: Are you mocking my shawl? What's that? Oh,
0: well, what are you, old Mother Hubbard?
1: Well. <laughs> Come
0: on. You carry a shawl with you.
1: Well, yes, I do. <laughs> and I, I think it's chic. Hmm. It's it's not a dumb shawl it's a black chic shawl okay
0: i'm not no i'm not mocking it. i just wanted to make sure i heard it before i move
1: on with this story who made you the fashion sheriff (laughs) when did that actually
0: i have the documents right here (laughs) look at it read it and weep. fashion sheriff there it is
1: me and my fashionable shawl i have the air vent completely open getting a little which is it so the flight takes off mm-hmm. and things are going well. She folds her arms and she's, she's got her eyes closed. It, it appears that she's one of Is those people. Is she wearing that can, a shawl? No, that can mm. sleep sitting up. And. So
0: she's right next to you.
1: 30 minutes into the flight, yes. Am I right? Yes. She's, you're, she's in the middle seat. And you're And I'm in the window seat. All right. So Do you like
0: a, the window seats?
1: I, I kind of don't because I feel like I can't escape.
0: Well, a little, it gets if, a little cold there, you know, so it's good to bring a shawl if you're going to get a window seat.
1: It's just like if. if if the you know what hits the fan, you don't want to be in the window seat cuz you're toast.
0: No, you can get out quicker.
1: No, you can't. Get if, out quicker. If
0: you're lucky enough to have the window shatter.
1: <laughs> right. All right, so about Well, I
0: always take a window seat because it I always feel like I'm suffocating if I'm not there. Some people like the aisle. I like because, the aisle. I want to be
1: able to get cut and I want to cut and run if I have to. Well, it's
0: also the good seat if you have to take a leak a lot. Right. Leak-a-lot. He was one of the uh, members of the round table, I believe. Can Sir Leak-a-lot. I
1: can, can I continue with my yes. story? Yes, go ahead. So about 30, 40 minutes into the flight, she starts kind of saying things to herself like, oh, gosh, I just, I can't stand that air. It's just...
0: Now, you said she's ethnic. Can you do her, her, do her accent? I
1: really I really can't, was it like, which it doesn't matter.
0: I could not stand this air.
1: Yeah, I just, she just, yeah. Oh, I, I can't do it. But... Anyway, she, she's not telling
0: you. She's just talking to she's herself. She's talking to
1: herself, and I'm thinking, well, I, you know, I don't know if her vent's blowing on her or not. She reaches up and closes my air vent. Mm. All right. Oof. So I thought I'm going to, so I did make a decision right there. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and just say, oh, do you know you closed mine by accident? Kind of giving her an out, Yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, you, you closed my air vent. I know, she says very tersely. I can't stand that air blowing. And I said, "Oh, well, it's my air vent and I like it blowing." Whoosh, and I turned it back on.
0: <laughs> and a fist fight ensued.
1: So this is what's, this is what's scary. You're sitting next to each other in a plane that's yeah. you know, 4 miles hi if, if
0: this i don't know how this turns out but if this goes wrong you're both being taken off the plane
1: yeah it, it, it didn't go well
0: is it in the air already
1: we're already in the air we're 40 minutes into the flight Okay,
0: that means parachute time so
1: i sh- turned it on and she just you know sort of ugh, harumphed a little bit and uh fell back asleep well at this point now i'm getting a little chilly but i'll be damned if i'm gonna turn that air vent off so that's where the shawl <laughs> came in handy <laughs> See?
0: But doesn't See? she call you on it? She says, See? look, if you're so hot, why are you wearing a shawl? Let me turn this off.
1: So I put, well, she's asleep. So I put my shawl on because I'm leaving that air She's thing either open.
0: asleep or she's frozen to death.
1: So she she reaches up again, wakes up again, and turns it off again. I could not believe she did it again. Wow. And I said, finally, I just came on glue and said, would you please stop touching my vent? And, of course, the guy on the aisle seat's thinking, oh, what my is, goodness. What does
0: she mean, to touching my vest? What, what does that mean? Oh,
1: so like she, a look she that just came, just kind of came unglued. We uh, Instantly, there was this issue, and you're right next to them. All you want to do is get away from this person. And so finally, uh, she got up to use the restroom, and I escaped and went back to the, uh, where the I guess you can't call them stewardesses anymore. They're flight attendants.
0: They're stewardesses. <clears throat>
1: and I said...
0: Even if they're just uh, guys, they're stewardesses. So I
1: just hung out with them and said, yeah, this grumpy lady keeps touching my air vent. And and they're kind of laughing. They go, yeah, there's some strange people out there telling me all these stories. So I wait till I possibly can. I don't want to sit next to her anymore. So I wait till I... As long as I possibly can before I go sit back down next to Miss, miss Touchy Air Venty Lady. <laughs> and... Make sure, and of course, it's off when I get back to my seat and I turn it on again just to make a point just, I, I was just furious that yeah. she touched my air vent. You don't touch, you suck it up. This is the thing. You suck it up.
0: If you've never looked at the manual they give you at the beginning of the flight, it just clearly says, don't, don't touch,
1: touch other people's air vents. Yeah, exactly. it's right there in black and white. I just, I, but to me, that, that brings up sort of what you're talking about in terms of what gives you the right to, why, why do people, Why did she even feel um, that she had the right to do that, I guess is the question. So again, I keep thinking. Okay, let me
0: let me put it this way. Let, let me uh, let me ask you: What if she had said, "You know what? I'm a colder than a than a witch's thing." <laughs> could I would 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 you mind if I turned
1: perfectly acceptable? Could you please
0: turn that? If she just acceptable. asked you, right?
1: Perfectly acceptable, don't but, you agree? But to
0: encroach into your space without any permission. But asked to make a decision given.
1: about my equipment and and you know be the authority on whether or not my air vent is going to be open, I just I really bristled at that. And she did it over and over and over again. And I gave her an out the first time. I said, oh, it looks like you turned mine off by accident. And she was like, uh, no, I didn't. I turned it off because I didn't want it on. I'm sorry. You can't touch my air vent. It'd be like putting my tray table up or down. Don't you think? Well. Don't you think?
0: I, or. I would say it'd be more like uh, sitting on you. <laughs> on your seat. Just I wanted a window. They wouldn't give me one, so I'm sitting on you.
1: I just was just her audacity was just blew me away. It was just just continued like that so the whole flight. It continued like that the whole flight. So, we land. Everybody gets up and they're jostling. I should have known better and stayed in my seat till she got off the plane. But I got up, and turned around to grab my bag and I bumped her. Accidentally, I bumped her. I'm sure she and thought it was an accident. Let me tell you. Hang on a second. She went bananas. get i got to get our dogs walking.
0: I'm sorry. Get out of here. Go on. You can't be under there. I'm afraid he's going to go under there. Get the dogs. And unplugged something. something right in the middle of this fascinating conversation. All right,
1: so the, the gloves come off. She wheels around in the middle of the aisle.
0: Oh, there's more. Oh,
1: yes. This is what I'm saying, her reaction to me. Sweet. She wheels around in the aisle and says, um, don't you ever touch me. I swear to God, I will kill you. What? I'm going to kill you, she says. <laughs> she says, I'm
0: going to kill and you? And
1: I said, you're going to kill me? And she goes, I don't care if I go to jail or not. So I'm thinking, so she would risk going to jail by assaulting me for whatever slight she felt over the air vent and the bump.
0: She is probably killed many times before. And, You'd just be another notch and on the belt.
1: I'm about three times bigger than her. Not only that, we're both grown woman women, and I wanted to say, "What are we in the fifth grade?" You're you're calling me out, but I just held my ground, and I just stood there and looked at her, and the stewardesses got her off the plane, and they said, "You sit here in the front seat and just wait till everybody." Did people witness her, her uh-huh, threat? Uh huh. Yep. So I'm sitting in the front seat, waiting for everybody to file off. The very the guy at the last seat comes by, and he goes. I heard what that lady said to you, and just for what it's worth, I think you could have taken her. <laughs> <laughs> well, you so that wasn't really the point. Was I it? got off. Well, no, but it felt good. Yeah, uh, I got off finally. We were supposed to get a connecting flight together, and the, she killed you. The T. The, the TSA said, "Nope, sorry, we have witnesses that you threatened her, so we're putting you on another flight." She, I guess, had to wait four more hours for another flight. Well, I hope there were some just, repercussions. It Jesus. Was, but, but this is my point. Why over an air vent? It, this is, goes back to your question. Why did she react so violently? It's like the guy with the cookies. Why did he react so violently? And then I started thinking, you know, who knows? She could have been flying back from a funeral of a, of no, a son. Or I don't
0: give her a pass for that. You
1: don't? How no. can you not? How can you not? No, come we on. don't know We don't know what goes on in, in people's lives every day. No, but
0: that doesn't give her the right, certainly, to threaten to kill you. I mean, I don't care what she's gone through. Well... And nor does she have to be such a butthead. She could explain, you know what, I've gone through a terrible time. Uh, my monkey just died, and uh, he was choked on a banana. And I uh, I just, I guess I'm just lashing out. I'm really sorry.
1: But, but do you she... have the presence of mind to do that when you've come apart? I don't. When I come apart, I don't all of a sudden go, gosh, I'm really sorry. My monkey just died, and I'm overreacting. I don't. I do later, two days later, when I finally calm down and wipe the froth off my mouth. Yeah. But at the moment it's very hard in the heat of the moment
0: you know what it is hard in the heat of the moment and that's and people do threaten to kill people in the heat of the moment. Sometimes people kill people in well, the heat of the moment. That doesn't make it okay.
1: I didn't say it was okay, but I'm saying you were wondering is this what what is what's going on that people are reacting this way. And that's this is all I'm saying is there there are a lot of pressures that we all deal with every single day that so it is same thing with driving. Well, I try not have to take f- it
0: She doesn't have the franchise on that, so she doesn't need to she just I just say she doesn't get uh, a pass or you don't have to rationalize her uh, ill behavior because gee gee she might have something might have happened to her you know one one of her uh, you know one of her earrings might have gotten lost or something you don't know well that what usually tragic...
1: makes me fly into a rage yeah
0: i mean i nah, you don't get a pass i don't care what you're going through you you just can't be like that uh i'm sorry you're going through that but you know that that isn't okay it's yeah. just not
1: ever okay i i know I know, but at least it gives some, uh, sort of explanation because otherwise are you really just an ass? Is that really how That's you probably, just are?
0: I would submit to you that, uh, this, this was not because, uh, her monkey had died, uh at all this is this is woman's mo this this is the way she goes through life but i I'll disagree
1: it cannot be about the air vent you cannot get that worked up about about it you that her threatening to kill me and you know she would be happy to go to jail that had nothing to do with an air vent it can't possibly she looked like a very normal woman she she was stylish she was intelligent she a normal person would not come come apart over an air over the possession of an air vent
0: don't normal people uh do stuff every day that oh geez, he seemed like such a nice <laughs> guy he was always real friendly and everything i never saw this coming yeah. i mean you never see larry weirdo that that does stuff you know Wow, well, we knew he was going to do something. He's a weirdo. Everybody knew he was a weirdo. It's always the normal guy that does the most unbelievably horrific things. Well,
1: normal on the outside. They've got some pathology. They're obviously hiding from well, other people. Well, yeah, but... obviously,
0: yeah. So. Uh-huh. But, uh, I mean, see, I don't know that I'll, I will kill you thing. I don't know that I would have just brushed that off. I well, mean, I you, wasn't going to
1: take her on at you that can, point. You, you can know. make a big deal all, about that. All bets are off. As soon as somebody says they're going to kill me, I, I, pr- I almost always back down. Almost. Yeah, I, at that point, don't you? What, what, what...
0: Well, you know that she doesn't have a gun, first of all. She's on an airplane, so she doesn't have a gun. Yeah, but... And you're three times as big as her, and exactly. you're strong as an ox. So I I mean, I remember that time I tried to fight you, and you dropped me like a ton of bricks? Yeah, I know. And you didn't even hit me. You no. just looked at me, and I, I fell down. I know. Yeah, so... But I
1: don't want... I'm, I'm no, a, a grown woman. I'm not going to get in a fist fight Why with not? another grown woman. See, oh, don't... man.
0: <laughs> Nothing like a cat fight. Oh, man. If if I'd have known that was coming, I'd say, Hold it, stop everything. Can we get some mud here on the plane right away, please? <laughs> Dump it in the aisle. Just, okay, resume,
1: ladies. Just, it just is it was it's so beneath me and it just it was inappropriate. Now if she had threatened a member of my family or or something and I felt the need I had to take her out. Let I, me turn it on. I this. would probably I've never punched anybody ever. I have never hit somebody ever.
0: I've been hit many times. I'm
1: sure you have. Yes. So you what were you going to ask me? It hurts. Yeah.
0: Well, just to play uh, this see, another way, turning it upside down, What would? why wouldn't you just say, oh, okay, you can go ahead and turn off my air vent. And why did you challenge her?
1: Because it was my air vent. It was my air but vent. But I'm just saying, what? I now- know I'm being rather territorial about it, but I wasn't going to go mess with her air vent. That's wrong, and it's rude. Well, of course you know, it is. Of course it is. It just, I wanted, it was. It but was, I'm just saying. It's a good question. I just felt like she needed to be taught a lesson.
0: <laughs> okay, let's take a break. <laughs> Once again, here's more exciting news about the sensational breakthrough medical miracle of once-a-day bulk and class low sodium chlorosfluor fluoroflavin chlorosfloror-floroflavin-philogestin-galbophase-2000. Now recommended by 9 out of 10 doctors. <clears throat> Isn't that right, Dr. Milton Hayes? Well, maybe so, but it's not recommended by me. But 9 out of 10... Well, I'm number 10, I guess, and I think the stuff is worthless and ineffective. Wait a minute. You're saying once a day, bulk and class, mm-hmm. low-sodium, yes. floral fluoroflavin, philodestin, galva face 2000, is... Worthless and ineffective. You do. I do. You do. Yes, I do. Do you now? Yes, I do now. Well, liar, liar, Dr. Hayes. I think your pants are ablaze. Oh, you do? I do. Okay, good. And I'll tell you why, doctor. Lay it on me. You want to know why? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, Do you want to know why? Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you why. I can't wait. Well, you won't wait long, because here it comes, pal. Okay. In a recent medical journal, you were quoted as saying, Mm -hmm. nothing is better than once a day Vulcan-class low-sodium chlorosflor, fluoroflavin, phylogestin, galbophase 2,000... Unquote. Uh, that is not what I meant. Oh, you didn't say those words. Nothing is better than once a day, Bulk and I did I did say those words, but not that inflection. What do you mean, that inflection? I mean it's like this. Nothing is better than, what is it? Once a day. Once a day. Polk class. Vulcan class, Vulcan class. Low sodium. Low sodium. Fluorosflor. flavor Philogestin. philogestin, philogestin 2000. Right. In other words, taking nothing at all is better than that phony product. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That is, uh... Pretty harsh? Yeah. Yeah, it, uh... Yeah. It really is. Yeah, well, deal with it, because it's all true. That's what. So what you're saying is. What I'm saying is nothing is worse than that crap. What? Uh, nothing is worse? I mean. Uh, nothing is worse? I mean, nothing. Well, which is it, Dr. Big Mouth? <sighs> nothing is better or nothing is worse? I. Which uh, is it, doctor? I don't. Know. Which is it? <sighs> nothing is. Worse. Thank you very much. So remember, ladies and gentlemen, try once a day, Bulk and Class Low Sodium, Chlorous Fluoroflavin, Floroflavin, Phylogycin, Phase 2000, because one out of ten doctors agree. Right. Nothing could be worse. Yeah, I, I think that's what I meant. We welcome your comments at Peculiar Podcast, and sometimes we'll read them out loud check this one out thank you your podcast is terrific I feared I'd never get to hear the two of you working together again and that I'd have to make do with fond but fuzzy memories of your radio show I'm a writer and an editor who moved from Seattle to Melbourne Australia three years ago and I couldn't believe my luck when a late night Google search guided me to your website I knew it would be a tough sell but I decided to play one of your podcasts for my wife who's Australian and not fully convinced I know what's funny. She heard me speak of you before. Well, when I giggled, she looked at the ceiling and winced. Later on though, I caught her listening by herself and she had a smile on her face. Signed, Peter, from Down Under. This portion of Peculiar Podcast is brought to you by Willoughby's Fake Email Service. Want an email telling you how wonderful you are? And better yet, one from the other side of the world so it'd be hard to check? Let Willoughby's write that fake fan email for you. Now, back to more, or less, of Peculiar Podcast. Excuse me! My husband's dying! So you come back in to the little postal store. Three days later, the husband's standing there. And he says, do you like this? The what? My shirt. It's a different color than the one I had on before. Oh, oh, that's what she meant. Brother. You were changing your shirt color. Oh, okay.
1: Now, there's a difference, though, if she said, you know, excuse me, I, I'm sorry, my husband's dying, I'm, I'm, things just aren't right, and the way she said it, which was a very belligerent way of, well, excuse me, but my husband's dying. There's, there's, You're saying the same thing, but you're saying two different things there.
0: I said I would have said this. I would try to tactfully have said this. Ma'am, you obviously have me confused with Kreskin.
1: <laughs> and
0: then I would have left.
1: So there, I have another story. I get into trouble on planes all the time. I just, I don't... Well, you think about it for a minute. It's I'm, my fault. I'm sure it is. I mean,
0: I fly very infrequently. You fly a lot. I fly infrequently. But something almost always happens on my very infrequent flight. So magnify that by multiple episodes of flight. And uh, I mean, people, my... people, total strangers are jammed together yes. in this... In this conveyance that has, you can hardly breathe in sometimes, They're, they do nothing anymore at the airlines to make you have a good time. They don't no. serve you food. Mm-mm. They don't come and by. And you're
1: touching the person. I hate that. Yeah, and the You're guy. touching the person next to you. And
0: I have this sort of death wish, uh, not a death wish in a way, but this sort of uh, assumption uh, where when I'm sitting on a plane and, and there's nobody in the seat next to me, As people are filing onto the plane, I I can identify the person that will be sitting in that seat. (laughs) It will be a man the size of Mount Rushmore.
1: (laughs) Who hasn't bathed in three days. Hasn't
0: bathed in a couple of months (laughs) and is maybe even wearing one of those T-shirts with the open sleeves.
1: And he's coughing and has an open sore on his nose. (laughs) Yeah, that guy. That That guy. guy.
0: That's the guy that sits next to me. Or maybe I'm that guy.
1: Maybe that guy's coming along uh, and saying,
0: oh, great, i bet that's the guy I'm sitting next to. Great.
1: I I have a thing about people who cough and don't cover their mouth. I just, I, I'm very, I'm really prickly about it.
0: Do you want them to cover their mouth at the time they're coughing or later or earlier than the cough? And not
1: even with their hands, cough into your elbow, but that's another story. So I was on a flight once and this woman behind me kept coughing open mouthed into my hair. <laughs> she's coughing in my hair. Mm. Maybe you, was coughing
0: because of your hair.
1: And I stuffed a jacket between, you know how there's a little crack between the seats and I just didn't want her cough stuff coming through, the, through my airwaves through the seat. And I was being a little snotty about it, you know, how you give them the look, you know... You kind of turn around. Nobody and
0: gets it. Nobody, nobody gets, gets the look. Nobody gets the look. Why do we even bother with? I looks? don't
1: know. I kind of gave her the look, and then I stuffed my my shirt or my shirt. I didn't take my shirt off. I stuffed my jacket in between the cracks, and.
0: Uh, what if somebody's just joining us right now? At one, and I stuffed my jacket between the cracks
1: the crack and at one point oh. she sort of pulled on it I guess it got caught in her tray table the sleeve anyway long story short I pulled the jacket out and she goes why are you just hey, you can know I that's just getting, that's getting just, in my way you
0: just reminded me of something I'm sorry to interrupt you but I because I, if I don't interrupt you then it wouldn't be me uh <laughs> I know. We talked about this last time. Bet- you didn't stuff your jacket between I the cracks. I know,
1: into the crack.
0: You stuck your jacket into, into the crack. crack. Okay, that's if all. if I stuffed
1: it between the cracks, it would be on the actual chair itself. Exactly. Okay. okay.
0: Sorry, I had to get that out of my system. No. so she says to so you. So
1: she says, your sleeve is covering the television screen. I said, well, I'm sorry, but I have to stuff my jacket in the crack because you're coughing and not covering your mouth. And she goes, well, I'm coughing because I have cancer. It's not contagious.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: I'm not kidding you. And you oh, know what I said?
0: Geez.
1: I said, I don't care why you're coughing. Just cover your mouth. And I stuffed my jacket into the crack again. How rude was I? The woman had cancer.
0: She said.
1: Well, she has cancer, but still- I would make her does prove that it. excuse- <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I should have just shot. <laughs> That's a great argument stopper for anything. If you just shoot out the words, prove it. <laughs> That's a brilliant that's a brilliant way just to stop any argument. Prove it. Prove
0: it. Here, here, here's a signed affidavit from my doctor. And, Look at that. And, and, oh, that could have been faked.
1: It, Come on. It occurs to me prove that it. the vent lady could have used that on me if I said, Well, that is my vent. Had she said prove it, that would have ended it, right? <laughs> kind of brilliant do you think it's, about It's it.
0: United Airlines vent, not yours. But,
1: but what a ridiculous uh, notion that, well, because you have cancer, you can cough with your mouth open. Well, I didn't well, I, make the logic was, I, I, and I was so rude to her and said, I don't care what you have, cover your mouth. And why can't you say that? I did say it. Well,
0: you did say it. I mean, why, and, and by the same token, why do you have to say nice things about somebody just because they died? You know, uh, I know Hitler was a good painter. Yeah, I mean <laughs> the guy could really paint. Uh-huh. He was, uh, and, uh, uh he uh, he he looked good in his uniform. He loved his and dogs. And he came up with that whole idea with the hand sticking up in the air. Uh, that was his idea. I mean the guy was, you know, I mean we're gonna miss him around here. You know, yeah. no, I mean that that whole that notion that, that that in the moment of someone's passing, then all of a sudden their their everything bad thing they ever did is okay or yeah. not okay but just forgiven or whatever but yeah so so
1: well so back to this idea of getting a free pass because something has um bad has happened to you you don't you don't think that that uh, gives you the right to behave a little bit
0: no but i'm impressed with you for saying
1: uh, I was shocked that it came out of my I mouth. I mean, I
0: don't think I i would have said that. I don't think most people would have either said it or had the presence of mind to say it. Because when you think about it, if you take a moment to think about it, what's wrong with that remark?
1: It's insensitive. She, cha- she, she- challenged
0: you she- and and tried to gave you her excuse, and you said, "There, that is no excuse.
1: That is no excuse. I'm
0: sorry, you know, too bad you have the cancer, but that doesn't mean you... You know, go ahead and you, I mean, cough in my if, hair. If you got cancer from smoking, that doesn't mean it's okay for you to smoke on the plane.
1: Yeah, quit coughing in my hair. Yeah. So it was you, just. Because then annoying. you're going to get
0: cancer in your hair.
1: It's just annoying. I just, yeah. I don't know what's yeah. wrong with people. And then I wonder, do I ever do stuff like that where people go, what What was she well, thinking? Well, what? arguably,
0: now her story to her friends with, and you know oh, what she yeah, said to exactly. me? She said, I don't care if you have cancer. Cover your mouth when you cough. No,
1: she'll probably Can you leave believe that she part said out. That? She'll probably leave that part out. She'll probably just, her part that she heard is she'll say, she just said, I don't care if I have cancer. Yeah, well that's it. Yeah. But we we'll all see, it.
0: we see things through the prism of our own uh, myopia i guess you you could say yeah. we never it's hard to step back and say no wait a minute uh i kind of came off as an ass too didn't i mm-hmm. uh we didn't nobody is like that i mean right. people who just they be absolutely and they're floored when you call them on it right i am not that way well i just heard it <laughs> no you didn't i would never s- yeah okay fine <laughs> And we just continue trying to make our way through life. I
1: know. I have a flight coming up this week, and I can't wait to see who wants to punch me out on this one.
0: I know. God, I don't like flying. I know. I, I mean, there's really little to recommend it. It's a wonderful thing. You know, you think about it. Uh, every time I watch a TV show and I look at, uh, like, a in-flight, uh, they, they've shot something like Majestic Mountains from up of an airplane or something like that, you look at that, and or you or you're in a plane and you look at that and you say you know what I'm looking at something that Abraham Lincoln never could see right. uh, so many people uh, before the the twentieth century dawn, this is a vantage point none of them would ever have. Look how fantastic this is! It's pretty
1: astonishing. What an opportunity that we can do that! It's it's astonishing. There's a comedian, we... a comedian. I don't know his name who said who brought up something on a talk show that said, "You know, I'm tired of people complaining about flying. If you think about it, you know, you should be just amazed that you're in a chair flying through the air." At, at four miles high, you should just be the entire flight going, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe this! Oh my gosh, this is amazing!" Yeah, if we can not.
0: if we can restore the wonder that we had when we first flew the very first time, thinking, "Holy crap! Yeah, this is? can't look at look at over here. Look over here. Look at that." Sometimes you see that with little kids on planes, and yeah. they're pressed up against the window and they just think everything's so cool. Um, it and it is cool, but. Uh, once something be, starts becoming routine, we start uh, we start getting annoyed with mm-hmm. the other little things that uh, that just really shouldn't be that important, but they wind up being. Here's something that's kind of uh, cool, and it actually relates to that air vent story. Uh, a friend of mine told me the story about his dad who did all kinds of various. Stunts just to amuse his family all the time, and he he, he often wound up embarrassing his family <laughs> at the same time. But he would just come up with these things to do, and often they were on an airplane. Oh no! So that's
1: once, a bad place to be goofing around. They yeah. don't. They don't. Well, this was probably this was
0: probably pre nine eleven certainly, but and it is so innocuous when you hear what he did but he he gets on the plane and as he's just coming on board you know there's always that that steward die be it a guy or a woman that's a, that's my pluralization Stewart of it <laughs> that uh, says hey welcome to the flight uh, have i hope you have a nice flight and welcome and, and and so he he says to her listen to me uh when we when we get up in the air and these and the seat belt sign is turned off because we've leveled off and, and all of that. As soon as that bell goes off or that little noise, would you immediately come down the aisle and bring me a diet seven up? I've I just I need to take some medication and if you could bring me that that would be great. And and so he makes sure she now you, you're gonna remember this? Exactly when that thing that light goes off. Bring it down the aisle to me, okay? Okay, yes, sir. Absolutely, he makes it sound urgent. Okay? All right,
1: so I, he's not—he's not setting her up to be in on it. He's just no. I, I thought he was, you know.
0: Well, he kind of is it. He kind of is because. Okay. So then he goes and he takes his seat. Okay, so he's sitting in the plane. The plane hasn't quite taken off yet. And, and he's
1: by himself, or is he with his family?
0: He's—he's he's with his family's around. They're not all sitting together. So he is next to uh, at least one stranger. He might even be in a middle seat with. Strangers on both sides of them. Because that's the key to this bit. All right. So the plane takes off. It taxis. It's just taking off now. It's up in the air, but the seatbelt sign is still on. Okay? I think I know what's going to happen. So what he does, he gets up. He doesn't take a (laughs) seatbelt off, but he reaches up to that little uh, air vent thing. He kind of turns it a little (laughs) bit, and then he appears to be talking into it. He says, yes, uh, this is, uh, I'm the man in seat... uh, uh, 7E, could you bring me a Diet 7-Up, please? Thank you very much. And then he stops, and then he, goes, and then he does it again, you know, because they haven't brought Excuse me, uh, this is quite urgent. I need the set Diet 7-Up, please. And then, ding, the light, uh, the seatbelt light goes, ding. And immediately down the aisle comes a woman, the steward with the Diet 7-Up. So and everybody's like, holy crap. I never knew those things could you could talk into the that's I never knew that I've been flying for years I never knew that and it was brilliant. it was really funny because the people around him were buying it you know because you the logic of that is that well that must be that must what I just saw must have happened right exactly for right. the reason that it happened it's very funny it's pretty good I
1: don't know if I'd have the the guts to do that though if I'm by myself well that that's it fun. if you're gonna do bits you like that be, you gotta, you gotta commit balls. to them. you yeah. gotta
0: commit to the bit. Uh, there's one other bit like that that he did, and I, then we'll move on. But he, he will sit, <laughs> he would sit, and this is really even a bigger commitment. He would sit next to somebody, a stranger again on a plane flight, and he'd say, uh, hi, my name is, uh, Larry, and, uh, I, I just need to tell you something, uh, because sometimes people are a little alarmed when it happens. It's nothing to worry about. It's just this weird condition that I have. And they go, oh, well, what is that? Well, uh, when I start to fall asleep, which I usually do on plane flights for some reason, I will fall asleep with my eyes <laughs> with my eyes open my <laughs> my eyes stay open even though I'm asleep, <laughs> so they go, "Oh oh okay, so, thank you thanks for that information so so then sure enough, you know maybe five ten minutes go by, and he starts. He starts getting little restless, you know, like he's, <sighs> and then he falls asleep, and not only does he fall asleep, but he throws his head to the side so that he's staring <laughs> straight at the person that is sitting next to him, so
1: he's not really asleep no he's it's just- a, he
0: fixes this blank stare <laughs> <laughs> the person, so which is so damn disconcerting, and he holds it. He doesn't do it for just a minute or two. He holds it. He stays with it. He'll go 10, 15 minutes, just a really long, <laughs> uncomfortable amount of time. <laughs> and I thought, man, you know what? If you're going to do a bit, commit to
1: it. Very, very good.
0: He commits to the bit. That's it's it's stupid, good. yeah, but yeah. you know, it's kind of like a, ma- a matter of mind over matter. I'm going to do something that most people wouldn't do because they won't commit to something right. as much as I'm going to commit to this. Which reminds me of a story I read recently about a comedian uh, named... Uh, you might remember his name. A lot of younger people wouldn't. His name was Dick Sean.
1: I don't don't know that name.
0: Dick Sean was a... He was in... He, if you ever see the movie Mad, 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 Mad World... Yes, I know that's one he's of your kind favorites. Of a, he's kind of a playboy guy and he's, he's, he's worried about his mother and there's a part of it where he's driving his car really fast, because, I'm coming, Mommy, I'm coming, Mommy. (laughs) You might remember him from that movie, but technically he was a stand-up comedian. Had a weird act where he would do all kinds of physical stuff. He was a very physical comedian. He'd Mm -hmm. fall down, trip over stuff, uh, you know, take pies in the face. I remember one time he came on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, and he came out and did something that was uh, inviolate. You just didn't do this. On Carson's show. He came out and I forget what the reason was, but he falls over the back of the couch that everybody sits on, tipping it so much that the entire couch flips over and he falls over back behind it, knocks over all the potted plants that are part of the set and Carson's uh, anger at that was barely contained yeah you know I'll he had, he had to back oh that's so funny, dick, <laughs> but he was mad, you right. can tell, but that's what dick Sean would do he would he's unpredictable and he would just he'd get in the moment and he'd go crazy so
1: it's very much what will Ferrell does, kind these of days, but sort but of. with a
0: little more calculation true. that's very yeah, true yeah. yeah he's he's great, so there's the story is that some people went to see Dick Shawn in concert and they went up to, uh, they had pretty seats either in the front row or near the front row. And, and and they started letting people into the theater 30 minutes before the show was to begin. And so the, this guy is telling the story and his wife, they get their seats, they're sitting there 20 minutes maybe before showtime. He's looking around and looking at the theater and he notices that on the stage, but just kind of on the side of the stage, there's a pile of crap over there. There's garbage and Debris and you know cardboard boxes and there's looks like some clothes and some some confetti and just junk that it looks like they swept off the stage uh after the previous performance, and the janitor or whoever hadn't cleaned it up yet mm-hmm. so the whole show uh, you know it's coming up and then so and remember now this they've had the theater open for half an hour as people have filed in and taken their seats and then finally there's an announcement from the uh, off uh, the the announcer who's not on stage he says, and now, ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome please, Dick Shawn, and from out of that pile of garbage, bursts <laughs> Dick Shawn. He's been lying, motionless oh for half an hour gosh. just to get that one laugh right that's at the beginning. Awesome. That's commitment. I yeah, love that. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Unfortunately, we're committed to another break. Here it is. <laughs> Puts, a fragrance for men by Calvin Klein. Here's a peculiar classic. My guests on the phone right now are the co-authors of a new book called Think, Smart, and Succeed. And the uh, co-authors are Lyle Bellenquist and Carl <laughs> Dubieler. And first of all, good morning to you, Lyle. Good morning to you. And good morning to you, Carl. Um, Actually, Carl's in the other room. Well, um, let yeah, me get him okay. for you. Hang on. Carl! If you're, if you're just joining Carl. us, we are talking, or, or we're going to be talking, with Telephone. the authors of Think Smart and... Hi, this is Carl. Hello there, Carl. Hi, who's this? It's it's Pat Cashman doing an interview regarding the book you and Lyle wrote. Right, uh, Think Smart and Succeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do I have you both now? Lyle said you wanted to talk to me. Well, see, the deal is when, when you have co-authors, uh, you try to get them both on at the same time. So you want me to get Lyle? Well, yeah, that'd be great. Okay. If you, all right. Lyle! Telephone for you! Lyle! We are um, yeah. interviewing the co-authors from the radio. of a new book right. called uh, oh, grab it, grab it. Think Smart and... Yeah, this is Lyle. Yeah, Lyle, this is Pat Cashman. I remember, yeah. Good, good. Uh, I don't suppose Carl is... No. Yeah, uh, that's a, oh, I can just, get him. Just, no, just stay on with me, would you? No problem. All right, I want to I wanna talk to you about the book. You bet. What about it? Well, in Chapter 3, you outlined some steps. Uh, that... Actually, I didn't have anything to do with that chapter. Oh, come on. Carl wrote that one. Hang on a second. Wait, no, Carl! please. Carl! Would you please? Carl! Telephone! We are trying Carl. to interview the authors. Of... Hi, this is Carl. Yeah, Carl. Who is this? It's Pat Cashman. Oh, yeah. Now, listen to me, Carl. Listen to me. Okay. Is there another phone here? There in the room or in the office or wherever it is you two are right now.
1: Right. Yeah. There. Yeah. We do. Okay. All right.
0: You stay on this phone. Okay. And then you tell uh the Lyle. Yeah, Lyle. You have him. Okay. Get on the other phone. Right. So that we have you both on at uh-huh. the same time. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Thanks. Hang on. Hang on a second. All right. All right. Lyle. So finally, Lyle, pick up the other phone. If this works out here, we should finally, so you get on the line with us, be able to talk to the co-authors of this book, Think Smart and Succeed. Can you hear us? Okay, I hear you, Carl. Is Lyle? Are you there too? Am I where? On the phone with us? Yeah, and yeah, I'm here. Apparently, you are. So that's good. Uh-huh. Right. So then I, I've got you both on the line at the same time now, right? Yes, you do. That's right. Carl, I'm here. Lyle? I am right here. Perfect. Okay. I don't know why this was so hard to do. I yeah. I, I, don't I don't know what the hang-up was. What the what was? Hang-up. Okay. Oh, for crying out loud. This portion of Peculiar Podcast is brought to you by Microsoft. No, not that Microsoft. We're talking about the makers of the smallest bathroom tissue in the world. Microsoft. Really tiny, really comfortable. Now we return to Peculiar Podcast. You would never know it, but we actually, uh, we do a measure of planning for these podcasts where we actually have some topics that we're going to touch on. And I, I, I say that as a predicate to the fact that we never touched on, actually got to any of the subjects that we were planning uh, to talk about in this podcast. It just, it just lurched out of control. It's my fault. I was very blabby. I wouldn't let you finish your stories. I'm sorry, I'm gonna work on that. It's all right. But um uh we so we didn't get to any of the topics that we had talked so
1: you started the show by saying I just have a couple of quick quick stories I want to And though, they, they? don't they just yeah. It uh-huh. was good though. I mean we needed to talk about these things. I guess
0: we do. I think we did. I don't know about this this airplane travel thing though. There is one bright spot coming and you were telling me about it. Uh, it has to do with liquids?
1: Yes. It, the Apparently, there's going to be uh, a new... Um, the There's a new high-tech scanner, and I'll have to look up the article. A new high-tech scanner, which is going to end the, the liquid ban oh, good. by about 2013. And, and the liquid ban, the banning of the liquids, came... For uh, next year, in, other in words. Uh, It started in 2006 when that guy... Came on board with apparently he could mix these liquids to create an explosive. Right. So now you have to if you haven't traveled, you've got it, and you probably do. You ever travel with liquid? Because see, women, yeah. we've got all sorts of we got sprays and gels and and polishes and liquids and all sorts of things. We don't just look like this. Well, we, tra- it takes a lot of liquid to look like this. Yeah. I, I, so I, you I, got to put everything in a baggie. Even your makeup, your lip gloss. Uh, your visine. I know,
0: I know, it's and, a and because I don't travel that much, uh, I I don't think of all of that until the night before, and then I every time I have to get online. say, okay, now what are the regulations? Uh, where can what, do I have to put my medications in these little baggies? No, no you don't have to.
1: Not unless it's you know Not unless Demerol, cough is, or... is, syrup,
0: is Johnny Walker or something. Right, and yeah. even
1: then you can only bring three ounces of it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So you. They... So anyway,
0: will this? New scanner? Then say, you know what? Take those liquids right on board with you because they're fine. We checked them. Uh, out.
1: No, no, it, it, it will. It will. You will, you are no longer limited to three ounce oh. containers of liquid. You'll still have to take them out and have them scanned by this new high tech scanner, okay. which can, I guess, in in point two seconds, determine whether it's an explosive liquid or not. But my question is, if if I'm bringing alcohol, which you know I'm gonna, isn't that considered? Well, I guess that's just flammable, but... Yeah, um, well, well,
0: what a hairspray would be considered flammable? Right, or, but I or... guess
1: these are just specific scanners that will look for liquid that can be mixed to create an explosive. Hmm. So um, so that's good news. You can well, start bringing on full bottles of liquor on, on, on the carry-ons. What
0: about uh, matches? Can you bring matches yes, on? Yes, you can. Well, you know, I, I, I know every kid that was ever in junior high knows what you can do with a match, especially if you're a little gassy.
1: Get, of course, you'd have
0: to you'd have to take your seatbelt off to rock back far enough to get the angle right so you can light it.
1: I do not. I have never met a girl, and I'd love it if somebody would email us <laughs> seriously at uh, info at peculiarpodcast.com. Any girls, me any
0: girls out there, or women
1: who've ever lit their farts? Yes, we'd love. I to have hear- never met a woman. <laughs> Every boy has done it, I'm pretty sure. Every boy has done it.
0: Well, it's not be, for the crude purposes that you think. It's because boys are science minded. We want to learn things. And what experimentation. Did you what is,
1: did you learn from lighting your fart?
0: I learned from lighting my fart always wear underpants.
1: When you do it? Yes. Oh!
0: <laughs> because it will suck back in there. And you can burn your. You can burn your hole. There's fire in the hole. Let's put it that way. It's that is a what I learned. hair
1: removal system, though. <laughs> I suppose. you want to get rid of the that. Well,
0: there's a price to pay.
1: So, oh, okay. So you, uh, but you wouldn't want to do it. See, I don't know this this technical stuff. I'd be no good at You've always... taught me a lot of things that I, because I didn't grow up with brothers or anything. You've kind of served as my surrogate brother. You taught me how to do, you know, hand farts. and yeah, like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: See, women can't do that one either. I know. I can't do it that way. And if I work at it, I can do a little song for you. Maybe next time.
1: (laughs) You've taught me a lot about these kinds of things. So you wouldn't wear jeans. Jeans, if you're going to light your farts, don't wear jeans because that would sort of diffuse all the uh, fuel. Is that right? It would...
0: No, yeah. what happens is... So
1: what's the ideal garment for fart lighting, I well, guess, is my I, question. I don't,
0: why did we get into you this? You started it. I know, but I'm just saying that we're talking about explosive devices. You can carry potentially explosive uh, material on yourself. I don't think you can
1: blow up a plane with your own gas, though. Well, no, if I don't enough think. people
0: did it at the same time, you never know. <laughs> um, you were talking uh, uh, in our last segment, and we've got to wrap this up, but we were talking about... The comedian you were talking about that had the rap about that why don't we appreciate the glory that is plane flight instead in, of
1: complaining about how horrible complain. it is yes who was it Who's
0: it, ter- th- it turns out to be Louis C K ah, my son yes. uh, Chris is here producing our show he remembered it and so uh, uh, to say uh, to say farewell here is Louis C K this is on Conan yes. not long ago check it out see you later. Because people come back from flights, and they tell you their story. And it's like a horror story. It's They act like their flight was like a cattle car in the 40s in Germany. That's oh, yeah. how bad they make it sound. Right. They're like, it was the worst day of my life. First of all, we didn't board for 20 minutes. And then we get on the plane, and they made us sit there on the runway. For 40 minutes we had to sit there. Oh really, what happened next? Did you fly through the air incredibly like a bird? Did you partake in the miracle of human flight, you not contributing zero? You're, to fly. You're flying! It's amazing. Everybody on every plane should just constantly be going, oh my god! Wow! Sitting in a chair in the sky. Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. (laughs) Join Pat and Lisa online at peculiarpodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.